What is going on you guys? Welcome back to another video. Today we're filming this video out of Powell River, British Columbia. I'm joined with Dad. I guess I'm joining you today. You are. It's so nice. Brandon and the family is up visiting us and we are reviving one of the most popular series on our channel that we haven't done for a long time. It is the Stock Battles. <laughs> it's been a while since we've done Stock Battles, but this is the series you guys know where we basically both pick a stock that we're liking at the moment. You guys vote down in the comment section below which one you prefer, which one gets your vote. I say let's get after it. There's a lot of, a lot of stocks we could be talking about right now mm. uh, with the markets since our last stock battle, but let's dive in. I'll kick things off, guys. If you enjoy, give this video a thumbs up. My pick, Dad, is the company Nike, ticker NKE. I was surprised to look at this because I hadn't actually peeked at it in a while, down 50% off highs. So like a lot of the market, really starting to kind of get hit here. I've personally wanted to own Nike stock my entire life. I've never once owned Nike stock. And that's, you know, for a sports fan like myself, it's just, uh, this would have been a very, very clear selection for me. It is kind of starting to get into that range where I, I would personally feel comfortable pulling the trigger on it to add to my portfolio. I actually just bought a new pair of Nike shoes this week. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, yeah, so a new pair of running shoes and I'll put them up on the screen. They're not nothing special. I'm but guessing they're pretty expensive. That's just why you think that there's a lot of profit in the company. Right? Well, I go these ones, surprisingly, I went for a cheap pair, $100, $135, okay. which yeah. is actually cheap considered some of them were two, $300. But it's funny, I was actually comparing between a New Balance shoe mm. and then a Nike shoe. And I just thought the New Balance is such a dad shoe. It's such an old school shoe. And like I was literally about to buy them. And it was hundred. It was thirty five dollars cheaper the the New Balance shoe. Yeah. And then I just thought to myself, I'm like, I just like you just want to wear Nikes. Everyone wants to wear Nikes, yeah. and that's part of the allure of why I think this company is so special. But let's talk about the company in particular. What's new? Well, the recent quarter was mixed for sure. On the revenue side, at earnings they were pretty much flat. Pretty much came in right at expectations. But really, what was notable and what is the big concern that's floating out there is the inventory problems. Mm -hmm. So may have heard here, but inventory ballooned forty four percent year over year as the economy continues to slow. Of of course, this isn't just Nike specific, but this was really what I thought to be quite notable out there. Really um, looks to be a point of concern right now, even announced that they're going to be dropping prices to kind of offload some of this overstock that they have. This to me is very much a short term concern. Like that's kind of what I want to talk about. Why I like Nike. There's kind of like you think long term, you think this is very much a short term blip because in general, Nike is a company that I've never had concerns about when it comes to the balance sheet. Nothing concerning on the long term debt side. This is just an overall very well run company. And with the 50% drop, the valuation today, I would argue Nike still trades at a premium price. I'm not trying to say that Nike is like a a dirt cheap company. Mm -hmm. And that, that may be the difference between yours. I don't even know what stock you're talking about. I'm not trying to say that it's dirt cheap. And I think Nike is one of those few stocks that always kind of trades and commands a premium mm -hmm. because it's such a, a, a powerful company and such a high class quality stock, kind of like maybe a, you know, a Starbucks or a Visa. They just trade at a premium. It is in a range that I believe is now offering value, but not it's extremely underpriced. Do you get what I'm trying to say I here? I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I'm liking their range, but you are still paying a premium because it is a high quality stock. And that's something that I, I'm very happy with looking at a forward PE basis. Like I said, it's been cut in half with the share price from basically 50 times to 28 times. Morningstar is undervaluing the company by about 31%. So like I said, even though you're still paying a, a decently high forward price earnings ratio, you're still in a range where I think it makes sense to start looking at why I like Nike. Honestly, it comes down to how special Nike has 
develop the company in regards to their marketing, in in regards to that aura that surrounds the company. At the end of the day, that's the type of thing that is very difficult to replicate because, you know, Nike, like many other companies out there, like thousands of other companies sell shoes, they sell t-shirts, they sell pieces of clothing, but there's something about Nike Mm -hmm. that just, it's intangible. That's something that makes them special. And that's something that I believe will really uh, essentially widen and keep that moat, if you will, Although this is essentially a commodity-based business. I don't know if you consider it a commodity-based business, but it's just clothes. It's commodities, it's, it's commodities sure. clothing. Yeah. But um, even, for example, just one of the pieces I saw recently was they just signed five high school athletes. Like, not even professional, not even, like, college level. High school athletes, like LeBron James Jr. or Bronny James, DJ Wagner, which are a couple of these all-star high school recruits, even a few female ones. You know, they've already had such a successful model of approaching these influencers and and, and marketing in the sense of, kind of finding what's cool in our world. Mm-hmm. And uh, clearly they're just kind of doubling down on that. It makes people kind of proud to wear Nike, right? It's like, a, it truly is a status thing. And I don't think that's ever really going to change. That's something that can't be replicated. At the end of the day, I do love investing in um, indus- industry leaders and Nike in the apparel space. There's no no other like it. It's at the top of the game with the share price today at $88.66. Like I said, depending on how the market reacts, I'm not saying this is a bottom or that there's not more to go, but it is in that price range where I'm starting to really look at it even for my own personal portfolio, something that I haven't been able to save for the past number of years. But yeah, I'm, that's my pick for the video today. Well, the last thing I want to do is support your pick, Brandon. Uh, but the last video I did, it talked about blue chip investing and Nike was on that list of companies I referenced, uh, not directly, but as one of the companies that the Harvest Fund that I covered mm. um, owns. And all of the qualities, the characteristics you just spoke of are reasons why a company like Nike is a company to own. Now, I'm going to talk about, because this is about. Right? It is. is. It is. At the end of the day, I appreciate that. Here, no, I appreciate that. So I, I don't want to sway any votes your way, but uh, I want to talk about the company that I chose to talk about today. And we're talking about sort of, I think, a timely selection for the times that we're in right now. And of course, as you know, markets have been very volatile. You talk about Nike being down, you know, cut in half, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the company that I've selected for the stock battle today is called Realty Income Corporation. The ticker is O, and I got to love that ticker. It's O. Now, Realty Income Corp is a U.S. REIT. And in fact, it is the fourth largest REIT on the planet. They've got over 11,400 properties under management right now. 78% of their revenues come from non-discretionary or low price point um, entities or Mm. businesses. That's really critical when I talk about times that we're in today, we're looking for stability, we're looking for reliability. 94% of the total rent is resilient to market downturns. We're gonna look at how they've reacted in recessions um, over over their, their history. And a lot of people, myself included, are saying, hey, we may be on the verge of a recession. Or a lot of people are saying we're in a recession right now. So I'm looking at the battle right now yeah. as this may be a time to pick up on this company. Hmm. When we look at REITs, the first thing you got to look at is the quality of the assets that they hold because you want to get paid. Just look at this list here, the top 20 clients that they have. A lot of these names like Walgreens, Dollar General, 7-Eleven, Dollar Tree, FedEx comes in number five. And you can see on down the list all of these contracts here. Very, very stable companies mm-hmm. securing rents. When you look at the diversity across industry, grocery stores, convenience stores, dollar stores, and even those are the top the top sectors they operate in. But you can see down this list a lot of good, strong industries that they rely on from a credit worthiness perspective. Let's look at their credit ratings. We can see they are actually one of only seven S&P 500 REITs that have two 
um, A3 or A- ratings or better by Moody's S&P Global. And you can see their debt load that's coming between now and 2033. Very well spaced out. Nothing that would be, even if we hit a hard time right now, nothing that's going to really hurt them from a debt perspective. They're going to be able to make the payments. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what I sort of touched on earlier about recessionary times and getting paid. When you look at the occupancy, you look at the people, uh, the, you look at the payments that they've been receiving during these times. Their portfolio occupancy, even if we go back to the tech crash back in 2000, the credit crisis 2008, the COVID COVID event um, in 2020, during those times, I believe it was around 96% was the lowest that their occupancy fell. So we always hear in these tough times Hmm. about, you know, people are fleeing and they're not going to be using businesses anymore or offices. Uh, Well, this is a pretty good example of the staying power that this company has. Uh, quick talk about their dividend here. They're currently yielding an attractive 5.3%. Uh, percent. They've had 628 consecutive months of paying that distribution. So that's 52 Whoa. plus years, 100 consecutive quarterly increases in that dividend. So there's actually, they've had 117 increases since 1994. It is part of the S&P 500 dividend aristocrat group. And we all know, for those of you who invest in dividends, that that's something that you, um, you know, it, it says a lot about a company and the staying part of the company has. If we look at the dividend on a chart here, we can see the mean dividend is 4.35. They're currently trading at about 5.3. So even if we just look at that as one of the metrics, we can see that there's, you know, the price has dropped to the point where it's raised that dividend. If we if we revert to the mean, there's an indicator that the price may have to rise to bring that dividend back down into normal mm-hmm. uh, normal range there. So that's one positive. A knock on a company like this is, yeah, let's look back over the longer term and see. Well, they've earned 37 uh, percent since 2013, so that's not very good return. If you're looking just at the price, yes, but of course a company like this distributes a lot of its earnings uh, out as distributions, as dividends. And so we can see in a case like this, if you overlay the full, the total return, it's 121% over that same time period. Now, I'm going to address a concern. I know a lot of you are saying, uh, if you know the company, they have a payout ratio currently of 325%. Boo. So yeah, boo. I mean, are you nuts? All kinds of thoughts as to why would you invest in a company that you know the payout ratio is 300% plus? This is a REIT. And as most of us know, as a lot of us know, you don't measure the payout ratio on, a, on an earnings ratio. In a company like this, in an entity like this, because of the way that accounting works, you use uh, funds from operation or adjusted funds from operation because of all the depreciation, the amortization that an entity like this um, undertakes. So when you look at an adjusted funds from operation chart, which is represented here by the gold line, you can see that there's $3.90 a share in that uh, funds from operation versus the 292 dividend payment. So that brings the payout ratio down to about 75%. And if you look back over time, you'll see that that's, there's always that margin of safety um, in there. Why am I saying right now it's a good time to buy this? Well, first of all, a couple of things we can look at just the market cap today versus the enterprise value. So the enterprise value, I just feel, is a more thorough uh, way of, of valuing a company. We look here, market cap of about $34 billion, enterprise value just north of $51 billion. So there's some room to move there if all of that value is realized from a technical perspective. And this is actually where recently um, O came back onto my radar. I know we've talked about this in a previous series that we did. Uh, this company was one of the higher income, higher mm-hmm. yield companies. But right now from a relative strength industry, this popped up on my radar screen because they're now trade, trading in what's typically considered to be oversold territory. They've been there for a little while now. When I compare that to the MACD, we can see that that signal line has just ticked 
uh, as a crossover there. And just a quick, you know, short little time period here, but when we look back earlier in the year, we see two previous occasions where we've seen exactly the same thing. We've seen that RSI come down, we've seen that MACD crossover and that signal line there. So that's just a sign that maybe, again, we're at a time where it's optimal to buy this. From a price target perspective, the Wall Street is saying, well, there's about a $72 uh, price target on this. It's trading at that 60-ish. So there's some upside potential that right there, right now. When I look at today in the environment that we're in economically, we look at safety, we look at reliability, we look at predictability. I think that for this stock battle, I love Nike, don't get me wrong, but for the battle purposes here, I think O is the way to go uh, this time around. So thoughts, Brandon? O is the way to go. I like that little thing that you said there. Um, yeah, that's great pick. I'm just, what I'm thinking this entire session here, Dad, was, mm. you know, technically I'm on vacation right now. Mm-hmm. And I thought we were going to prepare a short little brief video. <laughs> so I just had a few notes. You you came in with all the guns blazing so that you can win this battle. But they... Well, just FYI, I'm permanently... I'm sort of on a permanent vacation. Okay, so... Right? Just, fair no. enough. That's fair enough. No, yeah. that's... um jam-packed with great info there and there's not really a single thing I, I would argue with and as you mentioned we, we've touched on oh a realty income in the yeah. on the channel in the past because we are big fans about it and so. I would say we touched on it we did a series on dividend like dividend yield or Build, high dividend type building of a dividend portfolio building, it was. yeah and we should put a link up here probably for that because that's something that if you're interested in, go back and review it and mm-hmm. there's some uh, yeah some great information there oh being one of those but anyway that's neither here nor there we're talking about this so uh, uh, your vote yeah, your vote will really uh, tell us what counts, but <clears throat> I do really like the pick, Dad, just to be clear. Thanks. So you know, I think they're both too nice to each other, eh? Yeah, oh. you know, I like yours, you like mine. Hey, maybe we'll make it easier for them. Why not Why not buy both? And <laughs> place your vote for both if you like them. Uh, and they're, they complement each other. Yeah, I hear Ava bouncing around all day. Oh, God, can you get her? And here she comes. Thank you for bringing your family up here for this... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this little uh, couple for the weekend, we had a bit of a hiatus, you know, with the new worlds that we live in with the, with the stock battle and the joint videos. And so uh, hopefully for those of you who said during the time off, we want another one of those videos. Here you go. So look forward to uh, seeing your votes for Realty Income Corporation. Yeah, right. And Nike. <laughs> well, yes. Well, good. That's it. That's a wrap. If you guys appreciate the content, like you said, just keep dropping thumbs up. And if you want really good steady income to look after your family, then vote for... Vote for Nike. Okay. Awesome, guys. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye.